It's Monday. You know what time it is. Let's get the coffee brewing and the conversation started. It's time for coffee with Chachi. Yo, what up? It's Monday, guys. I think I got a story to tell today. Shout out to Biggie Smalls. Stole that from him. He's an idea. Let me borrow it, I'm sure. So let's see. Today, what we have is a recommendation from a friend of mine. Wanted me to talk about something in particular. So let's sit back, get your coffee. Got the old red eye today. And we'll listen to a quick story and talk about you know the topic of the day. We'll, we'll get into the topic maybe a little more at the end of the conversation slash story. So check this out though. Um, our story starts at a Chipotle. Everybody's been to Chipotle, I would imagine. If not, give it a try. See if you like it. I was at a Chipotle once. Had just ordered my food, and I'm sitting at a table. Have my cell phone out, and I'm dreading signing up for a 10k, 6.21 mile race. Mind you, at this point in time, I've already run. 13 mile races caveat though those races were in obstacle courses and obstacle courses is different than running straight six miles you're stopping you're hanging out you're doing stuff whatever running 6.21 miles was like i was like i don't think i can do that so after about 10 minutes or so i finally had the guts and i hit it and i said all right i'm gonna do it so and that was all talked into by my friend mike thompson who was like, run this race with me. So ran the race, felt really good about it. Um, and at the end, you know, dang, definitely a difference in like your hips, running on pavement for six miles. It was, a, it was an ordeal for me. Well, Mike then tried to talk me into running a marathon. And I'm like, bro, running a marathon is like running from 20 miles to the starting line, then running a 10K. I just struggled with a 10K. So Mike keeps trying to push me through doing this. And so one of my mentors, Melba Rivera, shout out, told me once, like, if something scares you, it's probably a good goal. So I'm like, man, boom, I sign up for the marathon. I train with Mike. I train with Doug, another runner friend of mine. I train with Carly Thompson, Mike's uh, wife. You know, I do about 70% of this run with uh, friends. So I, I run this marathon and I plan to run a four hour marathon, which is like a target zone for people. Uh, so I run this marathon and I, the last four miles are just shutting down. My quads are killing me. And I probably just, I walked here and there. I see the four hour marker person run by me. I'm seeing the 410 marker person like catching up to me. I pass the finish line, four hours, nine minutes, 44 seconds, not four hours. First time running a marathon. People are actually telling me that I shouldn't run at a four-hour marathon. I should plan for like a 4.30. That way, you know, that's more. I've never ran one before. I'm not, I haven't really come into running before. And they're like, you should you should set your goals for 4.30. And I'm like, I'm going to run a goal of four. That's just who I am. All right. So I didn't get it. So I go forward and, and I'm thinking, you know what? I really want to try to do a four-hour marathon. And I also want to try to train all by myself. I'm more, I like to run a lot by myself. So I sign up 
for now the rock and roll marathon the first one i ran was the phoenix marathon so now i'm training for the rock and roll marathon same goal four hours i need to cut nine minutes and 44 seconds off i'm waking up on saturday mornings by myself i'm running my short runs by myself my interval runs by myself the long runs are the difficult ones you know waking up at 4 a.m trying to drag yourself out by your own ear and i'm making these runs and during this process i have a conversation with my uncle fred at the time shout out to my uncle fred he passed away from huntington's disease and i tell him you know what? i'm gonna run this marathon for my brother who was the runner in the family and no longer able to run uh seeing as how he passed away and my uncle looks at me and he's like run it for me too and with Huntington's disease he really you know lost a lot of his mobile mobility so you really couldn't run so much or walk well i'm like yeah definitely i got you so i get through my training 16 weeks of training 95 percent of it i probably ran alone 20 mile runs by myself nobody was scheduled to call wake me up nothing i'm in the race and i think about three miles in i'm past my a couple of my friends and i'm wearing sunglasses and they look over to me like hey chachi what's going on dude at that moment they happened to catch me i had like like teary eyed because i was like literally like i'm doing this we're gonna get this four hours we're gonna get this for my brother we're gonna knock this out and it was very emotional there was like 45 seconds in that whole marathon where i was a little emotional and it was like literally the moment that I saw my friends. Luckily, I was wearing sunglasses, so I, I could play it off, you know. Like, yeah, I'm bad. I'm going good at the halfway mark, 13-point miles. My stride is good. My arms are looking good. I'm feeling good. Kill striker at the time, but whatever. So I'm a little ahead of pace at the half marathon point, which is good. Your second half of your marathon is usually a longer period of time. I get to the 20-mile mark still at pace still with the pacers i'm doing good i feel good um i get to like the 23 mile mark and it's like a climb up washington and i'm slowing down a little bit you know your legs are getting tired i can feel it i definitely feel like i'm gonna have to push but i'm still right where i need to be so i'm cruising i'm, I'm get this four hours you know mind you i've been training for almost two three years just to get a four-hour marathon so as i climb up that i come around the corner i'm into tempe now i had to run into scottsdale from phoenix phoenix to scottsdale back over and then down into tempe is the race so i get into tempe and there's this little bridge you have to climb over for this road and i'm climbing the bridge and next thing you know my legs are just like nope so i have to start walking a little bit i walk it to the top i get to the top there's a lady there she's like you're almost there mind you i've just ran 25 miles i know where i'm at I know I'm almost there. Kudos to her. She was just trying to be nice, but I was just like, girl, I know where I'm at. So anyways, I come down the bridge and I'm just like, my legs are just like kind of dying out on me. And I'm like, try to get like a mile, mile and a half. You're like right on pace, like right there. So I'm cruising around and I can see the bridge that goes over Tempe Town Lake. And then you can see in the distance, just people and stuff. You're just like, oh, I'm going to battle this out. I'm probably like 400 yards. I can see all the people on the side and I'm running and it's a cloudy day. So I'm not like overly burnt out. And as I'm running around the bend, I look down at my watch and my watch says four hours, five seconds. And I'm like, what? No. And I see my friend Dougie on the side 
and he's like charge you got this you know and i'm running around the bend and i'm just like in my head all i can think of is like man i'm gonna be just over four hours so i just kind of slow down a little bit and i cruise into the finish line and i stop my watch i pull out my cell phone i hit stop on my cell phone and all through my training my cell phone was my control i did all my runs and tracked all my pace all everything off my cell phone so as i cross through the finish line my watch says something like four hours and like one minute and like some change or something i don't know what it ended up being exactly on my watch um doug's now on the other side we're having a conversation with him and i'm talking to him a little bit and he's like man that was good you got around four hours and i was like yeah it was close uh, and then he takes a picture of me at the finish line and i'm like i'm like flexing and I have this huge big smile on my face and i was i just started looking at that picture again um, while i was kind of researching and and wanted to talk about it, this one because i had this goal of four hours and i cruised in obviously underneath that time frame and my friend that made me think about this story and this podcast she asked me to do a podcast about near misses those moments where you put a lot of effort into something and you just miss it and this this marathon which is my second marathon is what comes to mind several times so i was like maybe i'll just give a brief story about that marathon and the reason why this marathon comes into play more is because as i walked away from dougie I pulled out my cell phone and it said fastest marathon ever. So my cell phone, as I was looking at, see what the fastest time that I ever ran, it said four hours and eight seconds. I missed it by eight seconds. And not only did I miss it by eight seconds, my watch was off a little bit, I think because of the cloudy day. But when I looked down at my watch and it said I was already outside, I even slowed down more. And when I got to that finish line, I slowed down more and I remember walking to the top of that bridge where that lady was I had slowed down even more so really it was when I thought that I missed it that I slowed down but I only missed it by eight seconds which meant I really had the four-hour marathon and I let it go and so I was thinking about this as my near miss and the question she had for me specifically on near misses was like how do you deal with them so I was thinking like how did I deal with that and when I look back at that picture of me um, smiling at the end of the finish line, I was like, well, I look happy. I didn't look upset. And I remember looking at my bib. My bib if you, in that picture says run for Marky, which is my older brother. And I was like, oh, I wasn't upset because the four-hour marathon for me was a target. It wasn't my goal. The identity I had for that race and my first tip on dealing with near misses is who are you and what's your identity? My identity of that race was to run through me for my brother and my uncle. And I 100% accomplished that. So tip one, who, who are you? Make sure you recognize who you are because we're going to have a lot of near misses in life. And me, I'm a person that battles. I'm going to nickel and I'm going to dime and I'm going to eventually get something out of it. And my identity for that race was not the four hours. And so that's why in that picture, even right after the finish line, even right after I knew, I was happy. And that's what matters. Tip number two comes from Gene uh, Grant Hackett. Grant is a gold medal winner in swimming. 
and he missed out of two gold medals. He got two silvers in the Olympics by 0.1 second, twice. And in the podcast on Tim Ferriss, it was asked to him, what did he do during those times? And he said, I talked about where I was at that moment. And then I talked about it later on. And I dealt with those emotions. And I think that's huge for us. That's a massive tip because we avoid a lot of emotions. And when we do that, it, it's, a, it's, it's a frightening, it scares us, and it makes us uh, ignore it. And I think ignoring it and being afraid of those emotions is the issue. But if we can be okay with being in the moment of failure, whatever that is, whatever that feeling is, if it's anger, if it's sorrow, you know, if it's shame, is it a letdown, whatever it is, talk about that and understand that emotion because that's going to allow you to move forward with other emotions. Tip number three comes from Stephen Pressfield, who's the author of The, the War of Art. He talks about resistance. In a podcast also with Tim Ferriss, he talks about how he recognizes all his successes, his little wins and everything he does every single day. And when he is unable to get something done, he has about seven, eight books that have been published, but he has three or four books that have never been published when he first started out. And he put years and years into those books and they never got published. He said he recognizes every win he has. And when it adds up, he realizes he has more wins than he has losses. And that allows him to keep moving forward. So recognize all your wins of your day. If you if you schedule an alarm to wake up 30 minutes earlier than you normally do and you get up, that's a win. And we start to add up those wins. We realize that we're actually more successful than we are at these big failures. And I think now that I look back, that's exactly why I probably was super happy at the end of this marathon, even though I missed it by eight seconds, was my goal was to run for my brother and my uncle. I did that. My goal was to hold myself accountable. I did 95% of that 16-week training all by myself with nobody holding me accountable. I was able to pull myself out and still move forward. So recognizing all these small wins and these victories is how we can propel. So at the end of a near miss, a failure, you know, whom are you? Recognize that. Understand your emotions that you feel that there's it's okay to feel like a failure at that moment and just just go ahead and let those emotions be part of you. If we know what dark is like, then we know what light is like. So we have to recognize those negative emotions and then deal with them as they say progress through. And three, recognize everything you did to accomplish even missing by eight seconds or in Grant's case, missing by 0.1 seconds. Recognize all the things there recognize all the things that come into play with that you know like the Taj Mahal took like 20 some years to be built right every little brick mattered to get there every brick so we have to recognize all those little wins and show that those are big too and when you look at yourself from the big picture concept being able to deal with your emotions being able to identify whom you are what you will represent and noticing all the victories you had in that process you'll realize when you look back that you didn't miss anything. You actually gained way, way more. So that's our story for today. I hope we all have a great Monday. Do great things. Move forward as always, always moving forward. Let's learn. Let's practice this train. That's Coffee with Chachi.